welcome to To Be Honest. Uh, I'm your boy, Juan, a.k.a. Murph McGirt. Uh, <laughs> <we> got, <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, that's my PSN. Add me on PSN, Murph McGirt, 1013. That's hilarious. Uh, uh, well, I got two co-hosts with me. Uh, Nadia, a.k.a. Face Beat. And we got Nate, <laughs> Nate a.k.a. Wallflower. Um, we got some a couple segments for y'all today that we want to talk about. Our first segment uh, is called The Ghetto. Uh, and in The Ghetto, we will highlight people who we think uh, are just ridiculous in ghetto. Um, so for our first portion of The Ghetto, who do we, who, who, who we highlight? I don't remember. I think uh, Ava DuVernay on Twitter, kind of her Twitter mess right now. Yeah, I have not. I, I don't yeah, know, I don't it's know nice to listen to Nadia. Um, okay, so um, anyone not familiar with Ava DuVernay, she was like really hot in the 2015-2016 era of like Oscar So White. She was this black director. She did Selma. Um, what was that movie called? Uh, when, the they one- <laughs> when they see us. When they see us, yeah. When they see us, I was also thinking like she did that fantasy. Uh, oh, a wrinkle in time. A wrinkle in time, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's on Twitter, and you know, very clearly she's like, you know, trying to drum up support for Biden and Kamala Harris for their like, uh, you know, election. So after the debate, she made kind of a controversial tweet, which was actually very controversial. That. Um, Basically, she was like, if you don't vote for Joe Biden, then, or don't vote at all, then you deserve the fascism, like, you're getting with Trump. So, obviously, niggas on Twitter weren't having that, like, it wasn't, it wasn't cool. Uh, And then, like, Trump got COVID, like, following that debate. Um, And there was, like, kind of a controversy on Twitter whether niggas should celebrate or whether people should wish them well. There was, like, this big to-do and performance of, like, I'm morally superior, so I'm going to wish, like, the fascist president that I've said, like, is, like, a death monger and blah, 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 well. And so she kind of jumped on that, like, the next, like, day or so, and she tweeted, like, I hope you get well like I'm wishing you well um hope you get really healthy like you're still a fascist and like a piece of shit um but like we want you healthy so we can vote you out and so niggas was like excuse me like because especially because she was the director of when they see us which were about the exonerated five uh who were falsely accused and imprisoned for years and like deeply traumatized um Uh, they said, like, especially that because, like, Trump, back in those days, were putting out ads that were basically calling for their death. So they were like, this is, like, I guess literally a performative contradiction that, like, you're making all this, like, content, like, 13, the documentary on Netflix and When They See Us, um, but you're wishing somebody who's very much a part of keeping those structures in place well. And so she was kind of going back and forth, blocking people who had a problem with it. Um, and then it kind of escalated because she uh, had she was going in a back and forth with a black woman writer at Vogue, and she tagged her job as like kind of what people deemed as like a power move to get her fired. She did delete the tweet, um, but her apology was basically like, uh, "I was wrong." 
uh, I'm used to people attacking me every day, but your attack hit different and I was petty and that's my whole point about energy. I should be like, I guess, like she's trying to be on her Michelle Obama. The people, the people not have a problem when she directed a movie about the prison industrial complex and then immediately was like, we should ignore Kamala Harris's history of being uh, involved her in the in the prison industrial complex. Anybody that we ever figured that out? That's literally what people had a problem with. They were like, so you're, it's like a lot of contradictions happening with this. Like, doing all these movies about like the anti-Black like trauma that the prison industrial complex like produces, yet you're wishing uh, one of the people who calls for the enforcement of that well, and you're also trying to push people to vote uh, for the two people who are very much invested in keeping that system in place. Um, but at the same time, let a nigga, like, talk to you sideways and, like, you're ready to try to get them fired or you're blocking them or you're, like, being condescending. So, all right, so usually, right, all right, usually, right, I'll be making excuses for celebrities. So, like, when Kanye, when Kanye was saying all that wild shit about slavery and, and, and like, I be I be making passes because I usually be like, oh, they don't got the vocabulary, you know, like what they said wasn't necessarily wrong, you know, they just don't know how they saying it. I have a very high threshold for Ava DuVernay because my nigga is a screenwriter, uh, so I think that you should be you should know what your words mean. Um, exactly. So I think like so the first half of what she said, like if you don't vote, then you should you're condemned to fascism, right? All right, so like, all right, all right. What? Listen, what? I don't, how, do you I don't, have? I don't agree, but I get what she was saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I don't agree that you deserve fascism if you don't vote, right? Like, I don't think that's that should be. But I agree that like you can't. You, there's a political responsibility that if you don't take it up, you can't be that upset with the outcome of elections. Like, you can't be like, I can't believe niggas voted for Trump and you didn't vote. Like, I mean, I I get that, right? But I also think there's a mischaracterization happening. Like, niggas who aren't going to vote aren't magically, like, hoping for a different outcome than what they expect. It's not that. It's also, like, if you're trying to win an election, just assuming based off of all the times in high school they taught you how to, like, run a campaign, you don't, like, emotionally blackmail the people you want to vote for you. Like, I feel like there's a lot of heat coming towards like people who on the left side kind of don't want to vote and they're like uh like Chadwick Boseman died and said you could vote like niggas is like recreating I don't know if you've seen this but there are ads that use AI to bring back the people who the children who died in the Parkland shooting to like be like you have to vote to replace oh my god that's like not cool and so there's like a lot of like just like if you're not gonna vote and you're on the left you're a piece of shit you deserve it it's like all this hostility that i don't see them ever having when trying to persuade like people who are closer on the right to vote like you can't alienate your base and then also like as you said like i can't not vote and expect a different outcome than what i was expecting and be upset you can't treat people you want or need um votes like shit and then expect them to still vote for you 
I think it's also the the weirdest thing about it to me is I really hope that like all these celebrities that are making these like corny ass fucking vote videos and like oh Gigi Hadid and Childish Gambino thinks you should vote for for uh for Joe Biden I hope that like once like those policies that Joe Biden and Kamala Kamala have about policing all that shit starts happening and a little bit of that fascism that we thought we ignored starts leaking out I hope those same like shitty ass fucking celebrities come back and are just like, oh, my bad, you shouldn't have done that. We should have actually oriented you to a, a political affiliation that you believed in. You know, that's the whole shit of it's like, you're forcing people who are inherently like, I don't believe in this. Like, this shit is not working out very much to just force them into a decision. And then once that decision happens, if we scream out like, what the fuck is going on now? Like, Trump's not president and life is still fucking terribly shitty. I feel like the, 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 the response won't be there. Like, we're like, what do we do now? It's like, well, you voted against Trump. That's all you had to do. Now things are normal. Like, it's like a, it's like a, a George Bush presidency all over again. Like, you get, you get to ignore politics. You get to just not watch C-SPAN. And somebody on the bus, an old man on the bus, will tell you what's going on in politics. And that's how you know everything that's going on. Like, it won't be in social media anymore. Like, your president Twitter account will be ran by, like, some 19-year-old dude from Colombia. So, like, that doesn't mean shit is better. I mean, you don't think that this unique political moment that we in now, at least, because I, 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 agree. I agree. I think it means like the story. I don't think it means continue to reinvest. Like, I agree. Because, that, like, lip service should not be paid. I don't think you should pay lip service. You know what I'm saying? To, to like, Socrates said this shit. I don't know why I'm saying Socrates. But, like, uh, my, my whole thing is, it's Darian. Um, you can't lie to niggas and just tell niggas what they want to hear and expect it to work. You know what I'm saying? And so as much as politicians do that shit, like the artists and the, and the artists that do that shit now that like are like so hard on folks for Joe, like, I, I genuinely believe that some of them will step up. So for example, like one celebrity that I think talk about it, be about it, I, I think is LeBron James. I think because like, he's just my ideal celebrity. Like, when I think, like, he's misguided. I always think he's misguided. I always think he's misguided. I feel like LeBron's intentions are 100% pure, but I feel like he's definitely misguided. And I feel like it's, the problem is, is that there's no real difference anymore between, like, politics and entertainment. So everyone is like, and LeBron just says the obvious that all black people say, right? And we're just like, oh, LeBron definitely fucking cares. I think part of it is, like, there's going to be intricacies that LeBron is going to have to learn past, like, this Trump election to actually, like, be an activist. Because just being, like, Trump is, like, what Trump is doing is fucked up. What the police are doing is fucked up. It's not activism. Like, it, oh. like it just isn't. Wearing a t-shirt at a basketball game is not activism. Oh, I, also I think, like, a lot of his political education, again, I'm not the sports person here. So, like, I could be wrong. Just correct me if I'm wrong. But I think his political education is, like, all kind of stems from his association with either other Black wealthy elites <laughs> Or like people like the Obamas, like um, I think like he was just now reading Malcolm uh, Malcolm X's biography, and I'm sure he's still processing. I don't think he has a particular radical political education. I think he just wants to do what he can to help fellow Black people, which that's is beautiful. He lacks political education. Like I feel like, yeah, like he he shut down the strike that could have happened, which really I just don't think we should be having they niggas should be risking their lives for like some basketball game it made that, that absolutely made zero sense. i think the i bubble, feel like a bubble 50 50 because i i, I so, also, right. i have a question though i have a question since yeah. i don't know much about sports i did recently watch that uh chicago bulls documentary though oh last <laughs> day like, that was good yeah, that the last dance it was really good, good. like last really good. Good. 
I try to watch it with my dad, but he hates the Chicago Bulls because I guess he was for like the Hawks or some shit. I can't. Oh, remember. Big man. Um, can't remember. I can't remember. Big man. <laughs> I can't remember. I may be lying on my dad, but you know, uh, he was like, but like Michael Jordan was kind was obviously like LeBron is following Michael Jordan's footsteps, and he was very mm-hmm. like conservative slash apolitical do we give LeBron like a little bit more because while he's in that shoe, he's doing more than that? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. I think, but I think literally Jordan's apoliticism is what makes LeBron great because Jordan made it seem as if in order to be a, the prime premier elite athlete, you had to be apolitical. Right, you had to yeah. be palatable to all audiences. You had to be Mr. America. You had to fuck with the flag. You know what I'm saying? Like that was his image, right? But like that is what makes LeBron. I think the the, the risks that LeBron are willing to take, that's willing to take professionally, is what makes him great in my mind. Like this nigga makes two million dollars a week. Two million dollars a week, right? Imagine in that millions of dollars he makes week like he just loses it all you know what i'm saying and like that can happen that happens to black athletes it, it just does like and we can like if we really wanted to go into that one episode i swear i could bring up all the numbers of black not just the athletes but coaches that when they speak on social justice they get blackballed right and, and like like colin kaepernick is the most recent example right like the the radicalism between colin kaepernick and lebron not much different. Like, Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. took the lead. I wouldn't say that, but I'm just saying, I'm like the opposite of you, Devon. Like, I don't need to celebrity shit. I think that, like, they're super rich. They have more access than most people to more education than most people could get. So, for me, it's like, the threshold's higher, so I'm very cynical. So, for yeah, me, what, should, what should they do to be redeemable? Like, what's some black athletes and black celebrities? I really like the school he did. I feel like he could possibly have the resources to do that across. I mean, he certainly has the influence to like he said that's his plan. have his little buddies also donate money. Like, I don't know why they can't like as a money flex build all of these free schools. Like, I thought that school was dope. I think a lot of it, a lot of it is also a lot of black athletes donate to black charities, but a lot of it gets wrapped up in like the nonprofit industrial complex. So people just donate to these charities and they just, they're like, well, I donated $3 million. So it's like something should be happening. Right. But like, it's a, it's a nonprofit industrial complex. You're you're donating money for Gatlin's, you know, you're donating money so they can go. Like if you do direct actions, like building schools, I feel like that's different. But LeBron does some of that. LeBron is building schools. LeBron is hiring the entire staff of, uh, of Space Jam 2, most of them are black people. I think my biggest thing is, and I think this is where me and you, Nadia, agree, is, and I wholeheartedly believe this, like, at, like, athletes' role in activism is not in the front, period. It's, no. It's just not. Like, their role is just not in the front. Like, your role, LeBron mm-hmm. should not be in the front. Like, LeBron should be, it like, near the front because that's a big nigga. So, like, he got influence. Like, you keep your big niggas next to the leaders because they got influence, right? So like I think he should be near not the even just in basketball like yeah, generally, generally. Him, like that's his son like he's got it like just culturally like right. throughout right. like a lot of celebrities are obsessed with LeBron yeah and I think and I feel like part of it yeah I I feel like part of it is LeBron feels like he has to do this and I, and I get irritated when like black athletes who naturally wouldn't orientate themselves towards activism because that's just like not who they are 
feel like they're forced into it because LeBron's like, I can't keep watching like people getting shot by the police and like and just be LeBron James, you know? Yeah. He's like, I have to do something or say something just because like it's like I hate seeing it every fucking day. And part of me is just like white athletes are allowed to be like just athletes and live fun, beautiful athlete kind of like Michael Phelps. No one requires shit for Michael Phelps. Michael thing. and Michael I've seen Michael Phelps a few times because I'm from fucking Maryland. He is like the first of all, he's super uh, uh what do you call it? A a, a wigger? He dresses like like NBA young boy. Hilarious. Like he wears big Gucci belts. He wears bombing like bombing jeans and like Louis Vuitton sneakers. Like he dresses like a rich ass black kid. Like a extremely rich young black kid. But like he gets to just be Michael Phelps and be like the loved act, the loved swimmer he is, and no one asks shit of him. But like LeBron James is just like when he speaks out, people shit on him. When he doesn't, people shit on him. He's never allowed to just be like the second greatest basketball player of all time. Like he's always just some people just that's not for them. Some people are not activist people. They don't. They can't speak out right. They don't. They don't have a political education. They just feel like they're forced because they're just like I like I. I just watched somebody get shot by the police. I know that's wrong. I don't need to read a book. I don't need to like go to a, a you know a panel. I just know that's fucked up. The part of it's like it just wraps you into a hole of constantly being able to do that. People are gonna require shit from LeBron now, even if like I don't know some way miraculously police killings go down. It's like white people who like follow LeBron and partially funded his career are gonna still be like fuck you like. That's why I mostly agree with Devon's point of I don't really think they should be in the front. Like, you know, I appreciate when, like, you hear about athlete or celebrities like that who be doing, like, behind-the-scenes shit. Like, I preferred Beyonce and Jay-Z much more when they were just, like, bailing protesters out as opposed to, like, trying to be, like, you know, let's have this, like, letter signed to turn into the lawyers for Breonna Taylor. I was, like, I think, like, you're kind of, or even, like, speaking of Breonna Taylor, like, the way, like, Real Housewives or Love and Hip Hop stars are, like, they're in the movement and they're getting, like, all this press coverage for protesting, which is, like, okay, yeah, that's nice of you, Portia and Yandy. Like, I guess I'll root for you more during these storylines, but, like, I think, like, where are, like, people like, you know, Sean Trees Martin, who are, like, out here doing, like, the work who is from mm-hmm. Louisville, like, where are the local activists, like, even, like, Brianna Khan had, like, hella celebrities and influencers or people. Brianna Khan, that's what they called it? Yeah, they had a Brianna Khan. They had a Brianna Taylor made. Like, this is the issue with, like, like, multiracial neoliberalism, like, like, and, and and that's also the problem with loving hip hop and them. Like, like they they market all things, all that shit becomes profit, and that's the issue with recognition. That's why, like, I prefer again, I agree with Nadia. Like, I prefer I prefer Hove and and, Jay, and, and Beyonce bailing niggas out a hundred percent, way more than I prefer Portia and the Andy getting arrested on social media every week. Because they're the also end- activists who that, that's their job. Like, support them. They're activists who've been doing this for like 15, 20 years. Like, support they, them. Give them some money. Pay their money. bills. So many mutual aid projects. They could be like doing all like mm-hmm. funding housing for like the women in Oakland who are trying to get like the I believe I forget their names, but it's something mothers like the movement for like these Oakland moms are doing to get all of this like expensive housing that's just sitting empty turned into public housing. Like there's so much you could do. Like the instead crazy. of trying to black gentrify, you could just straight up buy these homes and let people live. There. That's why I had a, a big ass problem with the four 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 album because I was like, this is black capitalism. Like no matter how you look at it, no matter how you read it, 
I'm like, if you look at the lyrics and you look at the themes that he's saying when he's like, you should buy fucking real estate. First of all, real estate is not infinite. I need black people to stop saying that to other black people as like a way to get out of their, their like systematic depression. Like, buy your home and then buy property for that home and then buy a commercial property and then racism. Because it's limited. It's limited and depending where you live and then like you're going to make the most money with expensive land and shit that's near nice things that you're not going to be able to afford because I don't know, institutional oppression, but whatever. But that's a problem right. I had with the 444 album. I'm like, he's, he's telling you to invest into black capitalism as if it's a solution to racial shit. And it's not. And he knows it's not. And part of it is just like, right. it's a reinvestment into Jay-Z. Yeah, not, just, not just you. He wants you to reinvest into businessman, the black god of black capitalism, Jay-Z. And be like, look, you're so smart. You, oh my God. Even the, the foresight you have of being able to buy that building for $2 million and then it being $20 million later. I'm like, so you want to invest in gentrification? Is that what you're saying? We should invest in buildings now, so when justification happens, we can sell those buildings. Like, is that yeah, the? Or even like, I guess brunch Twitter is gonna be mad at this podcast. <laughs> like, brunch Twitter, that's hilarious. Yeah, like, um, there was like this. Uh, oh, sorry, you can go to the pod. Well, I said, what's brunch Twitter? What's that? Oh, so it was like this joke, right? Because I think it was during like the rock run shit where Jay Z had all of his like rich black men just out here like in fancy suits talking like nonsense. Congratulating about themselves. Yeah, basically congratulating themselves for being rich. Uh, and I think, like, somebody was like, would you take, like, $25,000, that's, like, obscene amount of money, versus, like, a, a brunch with Jay-Z? And Hella Niggas was like, I'll take the brunch with Jay-Z. He's going to teach me so much. But I'm like, a lot of these men, like, he didn't He'll quietly eat his pasta and laugh at you in his head. Well, yeah, wait, but also, wait, wait. like, you take said, your stuff and then, like, rob you, basically, so they could get more money. So, niggas ask like, the question, would you take a huge lump sum of seed money or go to a... 50 grand. I'm, I'm, I'm on a 50 grand. Investors? So, either take seed yeah. money or go to brunch with investors. Which one would you pick? You take the seed money. Not even investment, investor. I guess, like, they just want a... Lunch. That's just stupid. That's stupid. They think that they take Jay-Z to Panera, he'll teach them all his secret money-making ways. I wish that every black man in that brunch come together, put their funds together, and then in every hood produces like a community, like of or like a, a an area of affordable slash free housing. Like I think, like because I think if if you got enough bread to to boast about your real estate claims, your real estate gains, and your like financial gains, then you should also use that financial capital to invest back into your community in ways that I think is. Kind of first, like I think if 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 like for instance, if I had bread, the thing that I would do the most is, is try to solve homelessness. Like like, yeah. like, not like a lot of these people could solve homelessness and still be rich. Like and not honest, because imagine if home is one of the worst and hardest things. Like not having your own home and not having a place to just go. Like not even just like literally, just like psychologically, what that does to you—the inability to, mm -hmm. to to maintain foundation means you never can grow. And so like, yeah. if these men were that invested in the community and in the black community, then you would make opportunities for niggas to have a housing. Like there wouldn't be apartments in Chicago where it's like eight niggas living in an apartment. That's crazy. That's crazy. I feel like that's, that's, that's partially why when I was listening to 444, I was like, we need to put a pressure on him. I listen to him, I'm just like, that means, so you're telling me that you watch your hood be gentrified with hundreds of millions of dollars Billions in capital, hundreds of millions of your own money, billions in just like white people who are like, I want to give money to Jay Z because he's smart as fuck. And you just watch it fucking happen. 
Like, you literally met an album, and you're just like, and then I looked up, and then my fucking hood was, like, gentrified as fuck. And I, that's why y'all should buy businesses. Y'all should buy businesses. Y'all should buy businesses so we can stop this. Now, I had a, I could have done this. Me and Beyonce could have literally bought, like, hundreds of properties. And then and stop gentrification in several areas. That's what Sweden did. Sweden was like, oh, we have a homelessness problem. Let's just, let's just fix it. Sweden did literally, like, like, in the last two months. You could buy some stuff in Newark, didn't she? Or I don't know what that, I just heard. Yeah, that everything movie. that was purchased in Newark was gentrified. Mm-hmm. Like, Shaq came there and was like, yo, I'm going to buy this high rise. I'm going to have houses. I was like, that's lit. I looked at that shit. You know how much I want for a studio apartment? 2300 Who will pay $2,300 for a studio apartment? A to studio. live in New Jersey. You don't even have your own bathroom. These you don't have your own bedroom. These celebrities are actually so rich that they don't understand like regular nigga money problems. Because I remember seeing mm-hmm. CPI be like, y'all shouldn't spend this stimulus packet on package on designer clothes. You should buy a property. Land. Again. Um, not like what? Like a little under two thousand dollars. First of all, twelve hundred dollars. Bro, in Baltimore, if you want a, a literal crack house, a literal house where people sell crack in it, it's gonna be over a hundred thousand dollars. A crack house. I'm not like no hyperbole here. A house that is literally in a crack infested neighborhood where there are random people living in it. The, they will charge you a hundred racks, and people pay it because it's like, where else were you gonna live? Because you know, real estate is not infinite. But, you know. Yeah, it's just like for me, they don't understand. First of all, they didn't understand that level of money. They don't understand how people are, what people are spending it on. Like the only people who are spending that much money on like designer clothes are rich people, not like niggas who are like trying to pay bills and pay their rent. Like that was rent money. That was all. Uh, that I bought. Money. I bought a switch for like two hundred bucks, and I know Ti feels so bad for me right now with, with my twelve hundred dollars. I'm like, oh, I can now have a, a switch light. And see, the ghost of T.I. was like over my shoulder, just like, but you could have bought a high rise. Expeditiously. All right. Uh, <laughs> Expeditiously. Yes or no question. Yes or no question. Are y'all going to pray for Trump? Did y'all pray for Trump? No. No. <laughs> I pray for my mother and my father and my little brother and for he black people in the whole. You know what? I did pray well, for Trump, sick, but I won't say what I prayed for. When he, when he got sick, did you rejoice? Yes, hundred percent. When I saw him cough, I was like hilarious. I did in the black culture that death is a celebration, so we got a celebration. Hilarious! I did. Bro, you saw him coughing when he was caught. He was like, "There's nothing (laughs) wrong with me." I didn't rejoice, but I I swear to God, I laughed like a motherfucker because nigga. Okay, okay. I just we just gotta address this, and this is like our last portion of the ghetto, and this is why this is the ghetto. Donald Trump for months said that COVID wasn't real. Not what didn't wear his mask, boasted um, about not wearing his mask, had rallies without masks on. Um, didn't wear his mask around people in the White House, like people who aren't political people who just like are like a, a janitor at the White House. His whole every staff member in the White House, right? Just like fuck it, no mask. So then last weekend, um, <laughs> Donald Trump uh, nominated mask. his uh, Supreme Court. Uh, he gave a Supreme Court nomination. They had a meeting, um, and <laughs> I think there were 13 people there. Uh, and out of the 13 <laughs> niggas there, six of them were COVID, like COVID positive, uh, including President Trump. <laughs> 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 COVID over there. Kellyanne Conway's daughter snitched on her too on TikTok. Talk about some. You've been getting no. Uh, yeah, that's COVID. 
You think they got it? Do you think, here's the thing. Do you think no, Kellyanne Conway, her daughter on TikTok called her out on it. Like, she but then she made like, her go so back and recant, though. She made her go back and take that shit back, though. You can't she constantly does. She constantly does because she's like famous as fuck on TikTok for just outing them. So she's always like, please tell them that that's not true. Yeah, and she's like, so no. About her. They were like, um, she she's like, you're called, racist. She could have <laughs> called out the Watergate scandal, but Woodward and Bernstein couldn't have uncovered this. <laughs> you, think, you, think, you think Trump actually got it? You think he actually got the call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, think yeah, yeah, yeah. It. I think he's fine because he's wealthy and the president, so he probably had access to the best health care that they will never afford regular people. I think he had the I'm sure, like, I'm sure he was recovering by the time they even told us. That's how I, I, think, I feel. I, I think, feel think like, he had the flu. I don't think he had that shit. I don't think he had that. He lying? I think he lying. I think he lying. I thought, I, put it like this. My man's my man's, my man's caught it. My man's caught it, right? My man's 23 years old, athletic. All right? Donald Trump is 78 years old. Nigga eats McDonald's every day. This nigga is in terrible health. My man works out every day. Is in fantastic health. Like, eight-pack muscles all that. Nigga catches COVID. Nigga out of commission for at least three weeks. Shitting all day, every day. Can't hold nothing down. Coughing. And, and when he's not coughing, he's sweating. Has a crazy fever. Body and ache. Can't move. For weeks. And Donald Trump is okay after three days? Not buying it. Well, that's what I think I'm that I think that he either, I think that, I don't, I think he had it. I think he did have it. But I think that they, I think that unlike your friend, he has access to some of the best health care, best experimental health care in the world. But he's like, he said, huh? well, part of it, but Donald Trump Jr. said that there, he, Donald Trump Jr. apparently is trying to uh, hold an intervention for Trump because he's worried that he's gonna, that he's gonna like die. He was like, Donald Trump Jr. is like, I don't like the fact that like he's still hanging around like other people that, and even in our family, and he's infecting them. And he's been trying, apparently, from what I read from like the CNN article, he's been trying to do this for a couple of weeks now because he's like, he's gonna die. The thing about COVID with older people is that like Herman Cain, I read an article that was like, this is the timeline of Herman Cain's COVID relationship. Herman Cain first, not real. Herman Cain second, I'm going to a Trump rally. Herman Cain three, whoop, guess I got COVID. Herman Cain four, my doctor said I'm great. The doctors actually said he's doing great. Herman Cain five is dead. Like literally within like a couple weeks. And it's like Donald Trump Jr. is like, you could die literally randomly. So he's been trying to do an intervention for him because he's like, that's my dad. You know, even though I, I fucking hate the rest of America, but I want to make sure my fucking dad doesn't die. Because I think that that's more everybody of an around him has COVID, so it can't. It's an outbreak at the White House, so I don't believe that it's a flu. But I believe he either has the best health care or that they've been working through it prior to the debate and been holding off the story until he got better. I also, I also think, I also think. Here's the only way I think he got COVID. The only way I think I will agree that Donald Trump got COVID is the the flip side, which is this nigga like he got it real bad. But just like Herman Cain, there's no, he's not really that symptomatic. Like he got it, but it's like, it's fucking him up real slow. No, Herman Cain was symptomatic immediately. Herman Cain got it and immediately had to go to the hospital. Yeah, so did Trump, but then he, he would have fucked him up slow. Like he didn't die right away. He was just, you know, sickly. Trump is sickly right now. Like that video of him <laughs> on the, on the, on the, on the, oh, on the like, that, that thing that, that, Like we all gasped for air before. <laughs> like he couldn't breathe, right? That nigga, like, that's my other theory, that this nigga might die. Smooth like that. Like, this nigga smooth mm -hmm. might die. Like, and, and like, mm -hmm. I hope not. Well, 
I hope he dies before the election, if that's the case, because I feel like Mike Pence wouldn't be able to win in an election. He's not very charming. I think Joe um, Biden's going to win. election, I do not want Mike Pence as the president. I think Joe Biden's going to win this election regardless. I don't even know, bro. Like, Donald Trump has done nothing that I don't know good. either. Donald Trump has done nothing that good to get people to vote for him. And the people who did vote for him last time, like, are getting fucked up by COVID-19, both, like, no, fully, physically and financially. I see on Facebook, they, they're, they're blaming it on, like, the government. They're not blaming it on him. They're, like, the government in large. Here's the thing. White supremacy is a hell of a drug, bro. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. In the worst conditions right. imaginable. But you know what? White supremacy at an all-time high right now. You're right. You're right. And, and so they win it. It's great. Everything's right. great. Like, right. they really, like, it's a cult. You're right. You're right. I can, see, yeah. going like, uh, I can see this shit going like that show Watchmen. Like, uh, like Redford, like he get like uh, uh, we get Biden, and then Biden does some like radical ass reparated reparations type bill. He's not gonna do that. I don't think I don't think he will, but I but I agree with Paula. Like, there's a lot of political pundits that it's like Joe Biden is an empty shell of a man that like it will get like kind of like controlled by black thought and like any black people around him. Which I, I kind of I can agree with a lot of that. Like, cause he kind of is like an empty vessel. Like Here's the thing, man. though. The black thought around him is not no radical black thought. The black mm-hmm. thought around him is Obama and Kamala. So shit would no, be the no, same. No, no, no. Um, like, you his, know, his, his campaign manager. His campaign manager, he's a uh, he's representative out of Louisiana. I know, and yeah, she's also the same no, type I'm talking about the dude. The guy. The dude. I don't know about the dude. I just know some Sanders. I just know her. Like, she tackled some black people for him, like, Nah, it's uh, the representative out of like the, I think the third district in New Orleans is like one of the main people on his campaign. Um, I I listened to his interview. Um, because I like listening to people talk. He, yeah, he, he, I, I just like he 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 does shit like this, and I, and this is why I like him. He do shit like, well, you know, Joe Biden doesn't necessarily, and the Biden campaign doesn't believe this. But what I will say on the issue is, and then everything he say after that be some like outlandishly niggerish shit. Like, 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 outlandishly black for like a politician, like for a politician, like, you, like outlandishly black for a politician is you being like, oh well, Trump, like, not only is Trump a white supremacist, but most of the government is, and so we need to figure a way around it. That's pretty radical in my eyes for a politician. Like politicians don't say I shit. I guess, yeah, sure, but I don't know. Actually, we're in an era right now where so many people are just like. It's us or white supremacy. Like, we're the, like, last line of defense, even though they're just the different side of the coin. So I don't know. I'm very cynical. But oh, at the same time, is this, I, I need, just for a question, because I don't know this to be talking about. Um, is he, like, is he, like, it ha- what position would he hold in the White House? Because he's not the vice president. Is he going to be, like, in the cabinet? Like, Probably in what a position that ensures that his power, or is he just there so niggas be like, yeah, like it he might, can be like push. It might be a cabinet position, but if it's not a cabinet position, it's probably going to be more of a uh, um, an advisory position. Which either one of those, I'm fine with, because advisory positions they get a lot more power than niggas give them credit for. Like, no, that's fair. Like I like that's I pay attention to the cabinet, but Cedric uh, Richmond, that's I, his name, Cedric Richmond. Cedric what Richmond. Cedric, Cedric Rich. Shout out to you, bro. I don't know much about you. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna like reach out and figure out who this person is. I've never heard of him, but if it, if it, if if, 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 if you're right, 
then that maybe maybe that'll get me closer to wanting to vote for Joe Biden. But I, I mean, just, I'm, I'm a person. I'm going to vote for Joe Biden simply because like the there are no other alternatives that are working. I'm just think I'm going to cry so much on my ballot. I don't even know if they're going to be able to turn it in. I mean, I'm, look, put it like this. Like, I like, I like, like a Biden. I like a Biden Biden Harris ticket more than I like a Clinton Kane ticket, and I voted Clinton Kane. But if I can vote for Hillary and 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 Clinton like, VP was Kane. Huh? I was just trying to remember who Clinton's VP was. Exactly, Kane. I, 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 he's trash, right? I would definitely vote for Kamala and for and Joe. Like at least Kamala, black woman, she fired. And like I'm not, we not like this. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. That mm-mm, is mm-mm, the mm-mm, opinion. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. That's Devon Murphy. What? I, I, I will, I will never. Wait, 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 never. wait, 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 never. wait, 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 before y'all try to go on me. She I, is, we didn't, we she didn't go comparably, on you. Listen, listen. She is we didn't go on you. We just said you didn't speak for she us. She is comparably better. She is comparably better than almost any other person in her position. Who's comparable? What does that mean? At, at arresting black folks? She arrested, no, 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 she's no, arrested no, the no, most no, black no, folks, no, so she's like better at, than all the rest at, of the white at, people? At, at, at having political ideas and running a political party. And like, what are those political ideas? Uh, is it mass incarceration? Like she, she always be dodging fucking questions, which is why she, I don't like it. She said she was listening to Tupac okay, okay. and Biggie in 1992. dodging questions, nigga. Like, hold her to, hold her to a politician scale. Co- comparable. I do. Every, but like her idea, both of them want more police, like no, no, she doesn't. She has never said she wants more police. She instead she in her book. Yeah, she wrote. She, it, yeah, she literally was like, she said, this is, the, "This is the secret to like, so, like fixing the hood. It's like more she cops." She didn't. She 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 said it in her book, but her way of putting it in the book was not that people. Her argument isn't that people need police. Her argument is that every community deserves security, which I think is a is a from black problem. men. Security it's from like, black I men. I don't think security is that well functioning. I think I, I don't. I disagree. Look, okay. I, I, first of all, I disagree. She's from Oakland. She was. She was. Uh, she, you think security. Oakland is more safe with Kamala Harris? Hey, bro. I think, oh, I think communities are safer with po- community policing. My argument. What about, is, what, you think Oakland is an example of community policing? My argument is comparably, comparably to every other candidate. Who else would you prefer in her position right now? Nobody. I think it's all bad. Disagree. Stacey Abrams too young in the game. She barely knows about, like she's barely got the like All of them should go. Abrams. Every single one of them should go. I she mean, yeah. I, I, in a world where, in a world where, like, like, like right now, like, non, like, non- happen, I, I like Stacey Abrams better. I might, I'm, I, I might vote for, for, but like, I like Stacey Abrams. I like Stacey Abrams. It's not because of her skills. It's because she raised the most money for Biden. Stacey Abrams is president. I like her as president, not VP. I think Stacey Abrams make a better president than the vice president. I think Kamala makes a good transitional vice president. A vice president that people can vote for. You don't think he's going to make the eight years? Fuck no. Hell no. Are you kidding? Hell no. He, nigga, he, Joe, Joe Biden knows he's not going to make it eight years. So 2024, Kamala is the right kind of person, not the person that we will vote for in 2024, but she's the right person to push the Democratic Party up into I think I trust. I think I trust a vote for T-Bone more than I've, I've Corey trust, Booker? I've trust a vote for Cory Booker? <laughs> no, 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 not, not, not oh, for Cory Booker. Uh, for T-Bone. T-Bone, T-Bone. Bro, T-Bone, T-Bone. not Cory Booker. 
Oh he's gone because he changed, he changed Corey well, Booker's life. He got him off drugs. How is T-Bone, how is T-Bone, re- like, refurbishing the hood through stopping young the black men from doing drugs? That's a man that I want to support for my presidency. Do you think Kanye is actually going to have his name on the ballot, the president? He has him in California. Yeah, he's going to have his name on the ballot. Of course he will. Mm-hmm. He, he got in California already. He's a violent narcissist. Why would he not do it? <laughs> oh, we got to talk about his, like, tweet the next, like, the ghetto episode. I just want him to take his medication and take a nap. All right. Uh, I, don't I don't even think it's, like, I feel like he's, I feel like a lot of it gets associated with his mental health, but to be honest, it feels a lot like performance art, like him just trying to be. I mean, he's he's bipolar manic, and he hasn't been taking yeah, bipolar mania pills true. for that's two true. and a half years. About he's been on a like, constant mania. No, that's real, but I just think like a lot of what he does also is like to be provocative. Like, but yeah, it's ingrained together. That's why it's dangerous because it's together. Half of it is like him being like literally mentally unstable, and half of it is purposeful. I think his yeah. mania, his mania makes the rest of his shit worse. Because I think he's a person. He's a performative person, and like I agree that like some of the shit he does is provocative. But I think his mania, like his him being manic, makes those shit like makes the the things yeah. that he thinks are provocative worse. Like he got on a, he got on live TV and talked about almost aborting his first child. Yeah, like, that's to me screamed the like person would do. And that. he cried. Like he yeah. cried in front of strangers. Like that's only a again. Person. Did you, uh, like, he's been talking about slave contracts. Like, he's in his print, he's on his, like, artist formerly known as print shit. And it's I mean, he gave the masters like, back. He did get niggas their masters back. He did get niggas their masters back. That's major. I guess, but there's some niggas that he owes masters to. Like, he hasn't run their money yet. He said he gave them back. He said he gave them all back. Look, look, God ain't done. He said he released all the contracts, gave them all back. not through with Kanye yet. Let that nigga keep working. He getting back. Stand that nigga. To be honest, I don't have. To, um, I feel like, I feel like ten, years ago, ten years ago, you get a nigga a pass. I would have. Get a nigga a pass. Of course you would. I would have because and you know what? Niggas is fickle. Why can't I be fucking fickle? Instead of producing a great album, like he's not producing niggas in Paris and say he should not have Harriet Tubman. So they're having a hard time taking his so therefore, You know who else was having a hard time? Harriet fucking Tubman. You know what he did? You know how he treated her? So not taking his bipolar medicine. That's different. Like you, you know who was also disabled and probably could use medication? Harriet fucking Tubman. Tubman. Anyway, I digress. That's a good. That's a good transitional moment. Um, our next segment uh is called uh, Who's Lying. The next segment is called Who's Lying. Um, and so this segment is uh, uh, well, one of us. I'm gonna be the judge this time, and I'll be the kind of like the judge slash interviewer. You want to be the judge? Yes, please. Yeah, all right. So now he's gonna be the judge slash interviewer. Uh, Nate and myself will take on and role play the ro- uh, two positions. Uh, and Nadia's job is to be determining who is the party at fault or who's lying in this situation. Um, so the parties that we'll do for this time, uh, Nate will be Ellen DeGeneres, and I will be Ellen DeGeneres' producers. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so funny. And I will be her staff. <laughs> right. I'm gonna be the niggas that she lied on. All right, come on, Nadia, hit us with these questions. All right, so I'm gonna first uh, give it to the staff and ask, like, so recently, 
Ellen DeGeneres has been kind of exposed by y'all for like not living. First of all, I this is a segue, but every time he puts that in his mouth, he reminds me of the Cedric the Entertainer clip about the nigga in front of the liquor store who knows how to smoke really cool. Okay. <laughs> That's you right now. But anyway. Every time. Anyway, so we've heard, like, there's been a lot of scandal on the Ellen set. You know, we've seen clips of her being not the nicest. What, in your honest opinion, can you tell us about Ellen, like, behind the scenes? Uh, there's something that uh, a lot of people love Ellen, um, me included. Um, and then because we all love Ellen, there's something that is just in our face that we miss every time we interact with her. And I, I can't believe that it took this long for it to come out and that I didn't notice this off rip, that it didn't bother me. I, you probably didn't even notice it either. You know what it is? What is it? She's a white woman. Did you notice that Ellen DeGeneres was a white woman? <laughs> well, white there woman. were some like hints, right? Like the Nicki Minaj sketch. And like, yeah. you know, the awkward dancing and like the lack of. I prefer to say that I have Caucasian ancestry, but continue. She's a white woman. See, that's that white woman too. Right? Right. Right. And we've been having to do collateral damage. I, I'm not. Okay, so. Paul. I'm actually French. Paul's break character. I'm not sure if this producer is a nigga, but for the purposes of this skit, this is a nigga. There's black ones. There are black ones. Yeah, there are black ones. Back into the skit. All right. So, uh, as always, black women have had to clean up the mess of white women and make spaces equitable and safer for white women to get their money. Right? So, for, 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 for Ellen, this was news. For niggas that have been on the show like me for years, this is an everyday. Right? Like, she's a white woman. Of course white women are going to run away from problems. Oh, what? I yelled at you. You can't take yelling. You're from the black community. Y'all yell at each other all the time. You can't take a little bit of aggression from your boss. Now, Ellen, there's too much aggression for you. You seem very tough. You can't handle my aggression. I just like things how I like them. Uh, Nadia, this is what I meant before. This is a white woman, okay? Because <laughs> this nigga dances, everybody like, oh. I am French. Because my nigga lesbian, everybody like, oh, like this this white woman radical. White woman when you were interviewing for the job. <laughs> Say what? Say it again. Say it again. Did not know she was a white woman when you were interviewing. Was that like a mystery until you got on? No, set? I wore I wore a cape and a mask. The controversy. Remember, remember, the controversy is not if this nigga worked for a white woman and if I was mistreated. That's not the controversy. The controversy is Ellen acting like niggas wasn't mistreated. We were what's, what's what's mistreated? What does that mean? They say so I have a question for Ellen. So okay. I wanted to know who from your like circle of friends that you learned your management technique. Was it George Bush? Was it like I like to go Oprah? You know, me and Oprah are really close friends, and Oprah manages her way in a very similar way. You know, Oprah's a very proud, educated, smart, rich, amazing black woman that I like to emulate. And I think. Currently, I feel like I'm doing a good job. You know, people have their concerns. You know, I address it on my show. Maybe I could talk to you a little bit more respectfully. You know, I didn't call you out your name. I yelled a little bit. I was a little demanding. But really, what is that? But what about you know? the kind of racial moments on your show? The clip where you told the Chinese interpreter to, like, stop speaking Chinese because it was taking too long. Like, the Nicki Minaj sketch where you have people with big booties. Like, and that was the punchline. 
I have done hundreds of shows and I apologize that three of them were really bad. And I'm working on it and I'm going to racial therapy and I'm talking to Oprah. As a step, we've had to deal (laughs) with this racial shit every time, not just those three episodes. But why didn't you say anything before it got like politically, why did you say anything before the political environment made it easier for you to do so? You could have contacted me, I'm so nice, I'm Ellen. You could have just had a conversation with me. Ellen, 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 this is my my interview questions. (laughs) Ellen, the fact that you, the nicest person in the world, don't see racism is a problem, okay? No, I see it, but you say it's subversive. It's hard to see. You can't claim the title of like most inclusive, nicest personality talk show host in, in a world where you are anti-black. Like you, you can't. You, like how do you ignore? How do you ignore anti anti Like how do you ignore the, the the cultural relevance of big booties on women on black women when you're making a conversation about Nicki Minaj? How do you have that interaction? I needed some terms? education. You know, I'm from an area that was predominantly white. I'm still trying to re-educate myself about what's really inappropriate. But listen, listen, Oprah, Oprah didn't tell me this. You know, Oprah didn't have to deal with this in her show. Oprah was an educated black woman. Did you not listen to Oprah? And right now, I'm texting with her. If you can see it right now, we're trying to talk about the situation. We're working on it. But part of it is also, I'm human. If I'm being honest, I have I have a a writing staff that writes these skits. I don't. I'm not the person who writes all of this. I'm a host. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I just want to say real quick, first of all, we're not even that big off. The black community is not that happy with Oprah right now because of that bullshit Michael Jackson in, uh, documentary. We are not that happy with her right now. And the Monique shit. And, and the shit. Like, we are not happy with Oprah right now. She defended I'll Gail call her and she'll Oprah send you a free car. Free car? You'll get a free car right under your, right under your well, chair. Well, maybe if you were giving out free cars, then the staff wouldn't be mad. You're not giving out cars like Oprah. I gave out bits and bonuses that you definitely went and cashed. Not cars. <laughs> I have a question. So a lot of the controversy they said was not necessarily directly Ellen being like shitty to y'all, but like producers being shitty. So why hold like Ellen accountable? Exactly. Let me paint a picture for you. Come on, Picasso. All right, here we go. You own a car. You pay maintenance on the car. It's your car. You it's your, it's your title, like your name on it. Uh, for the purposes of the show, you got an ancient ass nigga named Tyrone living in your crib. Tyrone, your nigga, right? Tyrone. Tyrone was a good guy. If you listen to the song, Tyrone was not the ancient dude. He was a friend, but whatever. Let's, let's keep Tyrone going. uses your car every once in a while. Ancient niggas is an impact. But they, but they, but the niggas take your car. Like, hey, baby, let me borrow the car. Tyrone goes out and does all kinds of outlandish ass shit in your car. You get in your car the next day. Police pull you over for the bullshit that Tyrone been doing in your car. You are liable for the bullshit that your car has been through because it's your car. You paid for it. It's your title. So you go to jail, even though it's Tyrone's transgression. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So why the fuck can Ellen be? It's Ellen. It's Ellen's show. Her name. I also have bosses. But, there are, there are, but, I, but can I answer that, please? Can Can Ellen respond? Yeah, Ellen. Your name is on the show. It's the Ellen. I, I I get it. I get it. But my name is not on CBS, though. That's an important thing. 
we have to remember that just because it's called The Ellen Show, I also have bosses. I also have people that I answer to. My show, I don't fund my own show. I don't hire every individual person. I don't write every sketch. I'm not at everything. I'm Ellen. I host it. You see me. I dance. I wear a suit. And then that's it. A lot of it's the time, I'm not show. even there when these sketches are like, You wrote those sketches. Is you wrote those show? sketches. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Can, I, can I finish? It is, it is, it is. But can I finish? You wrote those sketches about those black women, those big butts. Ellen just hosted them. So isn't part of the impetus on you for writing those anti-black sketches? Ellen is not a writer on the Ellen Show. Ellen is a host on the Ellen Show. That's a good question. You were all, y'all didn't really say much about like kind of the controversial moments of the Ellen Show prior when it was at the expense of, let's say, like some of the children of color that were invited, some of the unequal um, gift distribution to white children for doing like mundane shit um kind of like any sketch that was anti-black so why what why were you like the end of the and, and nadia i'm very happy that you asked me this question because here's the real tea it's not the first time we complain mm. this, this show has been on the air how long since when 2001 like like 13 14 years at least at least more than a decade do you think that this is the first time that anti-blackness or anti or anti-something has occurred and the staff has said something? it ain't the first time you wrote oh, a skit oh, oh, oh. that was that, anti-black they have been do you you think that there haven't been staff changes associated with like anti whatever like so not that i've heard that's the but that's the that's my that's my point right that's my point is that like there can there's no way that 13, 14 years into a program, there's all these random anti-black issues, structural issues with the show that caused the staff to reach out. I think, honestly, what I really think it was is that the staff reached out a bunch of times. And I think Ellen, while she's completely at fault, I think she's also, to be right, to say that NBC is also somewhat at fault because I think that it's not the first time the producers have said some shit. I really don't. I genuinely believe that this has been an ongoing problem that they have just ignored over time. Because, like, there's no way that, like, like you said, skits that were earlier that were problematic, including children of color and other black people, and there's no way that writers that have issues with other sketches, like the Nicki Minaj Big Booty sketch and the Asian interpreter, don't have issues with those other sketches. Like, I don't know how you have the cognitive dissonance to ignore those sketches, right? And so, uh, genuinely, what I believe is that this is not the first time. This is just the big time. And this is what made it worse. And that's what made it really bad is because since it was the big time, there's so much ammo because every other time you've ignored the shit. You know what I'm saying? I genuinely think that makes Ellen at fault because I think you you do maintenance for the people you work with. You know what I'm saying? Like, like after we record this, I, I'm not just going to only hit y'all up when I want to record. I'm going to talk to y'all regardless. I'm going to see how you're doing. I'm going to check in. People you work with, you care about. So and what's my burden, Devon? What's, what should I do? I have some questions, just like, you know, this breaking in. We have some, like, you know, allegations towards you, Ellen, that we think you should respond to. There was I'm happy to. Like, the staff dressing up in a white sheet saying you were a ghost. Um, there was the time where you I was a ghost. Your black DJ, like, teach you how to Dougie for, like, hours on end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst type of slavery in the, in, that's the worst of modern day slavery your black staff like posed for you in what was called uh, a Bartman pose I don't know what that was I didn't call it that 
That's just what the allegations are. Do you have any responses to that? I can I, I respond to some of those allegations. Some I can't because of course of legal reasons, but I think that, first of all, I want to make a reminder to Mr. Murphy here. I think there's a chain of command no matter what job that you work at. And if we spend all the time blaming the boss, then we miss a lot of things that happen at workplaces, right? Sometimes it's the boss, sometimes it's your supervisor, sometimes it's your coworker, right? A toxic work, in, a toxic work environment is not all on the boss, right? Like, you may not even interact with Ellen most of the time you're there. The writers don't see her. They write during the week, and then I, and then I perform. So that's part of my problem here. I do think that we've had a history of some colorblind sketches. And I'm doing everything in my power. Colorblind. Colorblind. I honestly thought that it was just a white sheet and I was portraying Casper the Friendly Ghost. I didn't see a problem with it. That's, you're right, Nadia. That's the problem. That's the problem. My white eyes, my white irises, if you would, could not see race being an actual issue. So I let things slip through. And Nadia and my former employee, Mr. Murphy here, I apologize. Ellen, you I'm a boss? Everything I can hey, Ellen, do. Ellen, are you a boss? I'm a host. I'm a host. There's a chain of commander. Wait, wait, that's a complicated answer. That's a complicated answer. It's not just a yes or no. Because wait, 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 wait. Can I finish? There are people under me. I have a head. I have a head of staff, right? You're not calling him. You're not answering him. You're not hitting him up with all those concerns, right? I have supervisors. I have managers. I have stage managers, stage supervisors, right? Whose literal job is to make sure you all are happy. Not my job. Ellen, who has final say? There is, there is no happened? final say. When it's, yes, there uh, is. There's a final say because we all, America, watches the show. Who has creative final say over the Ellen DeGeneres show? Is it not Ellen DeGeneres? You're the one on the air. If you didn't want some I'm shit I'm trusting pop, you as my black oh, employee oh, to know oh, what you're writing. Hold on. If you didn't want some shit to pop, all you have to do so, is yo. So no. what you're saying is this is an overseer problem? The buck stops yes. here. The buck yes. stops here is what I'm saying. Right, the buck stops with Ellen. Right, I think that Mr. Murphy has an unrealistic plantation or the overseer is basically where this comes from. I I think that Mr. Murphy has a uh, skewed image of the hierarchy in television. I think that part of the problem here is that we don't (laughs) television that we only blame the curator or head of the show, but also it's their job too, Devon. It's literally what somebody's job to ensure that you are safe and healthy and you or had a healthy, non-toxic work environment, and they didn't do their job. So why, why? Even, even if we believe that them? the buck stops with me, did I fire them? Yeah, They're you gone, you won't see them, them now. I they didn't I them now. I don't think this issue is overseer or plantation owner. I think this issue is both structurally are bad, both should be account- held accountable. Ellen is making an argument that it's the owner, not the overseer's fault, because she's the overseer. I'm as a staff making the argument that no, no, no. I'm saying there are other overseers too. I'm making an argument that the overseer is that. Yeah, what are you, an owner of an overseer? I think I think Ellen plays a no. Ellen Mm. plays a complicated role of being owner because Mm. I refuse to believe. I don't own our show. I refuse to believe that owner Ellen Generous has zero percent ownership or stock or estate. She does. She's zero percent. She has none, bro. They pay her handsomely. They pay her handsomely. She has no, she has no creative, she has no creative, like financial control over the show at all. Like they could fire her tomorrow. But they can't, though. I mean, they're gonna have to soon. My, my my ratings are dropping really low, and I think that I accept that. You know, 
I'm gonna earn my I'm gonna earn my fan base back. I'm gonna re-educate myself. I'm gonna I talk to Oprah. To okay. So hot take, hot take, your fan base is listening to podcasts. <laughs> hot take. I have a podcast too. It's called Ellen at Night. You know, it's gonna be premiering soon. I think you should check it out, Mr. Murphy. I'm gonna do a lot of political education. Don't wanna listen to she's a writer and she's an executive producer of her show. So does she really own zero percent stake? She's yes, like, executive producers don't own shows. That's not what executive producer means. Wait, wait, wait. That's that's important. Wait, wait. That's important. Executive producers have final say. No, CBS say. has final say. CBS has final say, not me. CBS can cut the entire staff, including yeah, see, me. That means see, they have final say. And, and this goes back to my original argument. White woman, do you see how he deflected? It, it's not me, it's that. I am from France. I'm not that bad. It's just a few times. Like, it, But it's a truth, Mr. Murphy. It's the like truth. like you, I'm just helpless. I, I, you I see, have Devon, am, am I allowed husband, to be human? Wife, Devon, am I allowed to be human? My wife, Mr. Murphy, can I, can I ask you a question, Mr. Murphy? Just like you said, earlier you said the black communities had problems with Oprah, and, but also Oprah has done some good, which means is sometimes people make do things that you don't agree with, but they can come back from them, right? I don't think you've sold off, well, wait, can, I, can I finish? I don't think you've sold off Oprah for the rest of her career. I think you still think that there's some good parts about Oprah. Right. I'm saying that I'm human, like she, Oprah's human, and I'm trying to re-educate myself like Oprah's trying to re-educate herself. You are What's absolutely the right. With that? And let me get back to it. There, there's one fundamental thing that you just missed out of that, and I think it's something that we should think about. Oprah and you, there's like a major difference. Oprah, black woman, Ellen, white woman. I think that's a major difference right there. <laughs> We're both dealing with the same thing in the same way. No, they're not. <laughs> How are they not? How's Oprah dealing with her controversy differently? Oprah, the biggest you know difference is, you know, the she not apologize on television and tell her fans that she would be you know, better. You know the and difference between how Oprah deals with problems, how Ellen deals with problems. $1.2 billion? Oprah, boss. If Oprah, if somebody at Oprah's show was feeling bad, you know what Oprah would do? Oprah would fix it herself. It wouldn't be Did she no, though? Like, Did she know? Because people came out and said they were treated bad by Oprah for years after the Oprah show ended and she didn't fire any of those people. Why did the ratings never drop? Because Oprah. <laughs> like, why did the ratings drop? Because the staff wasn't feeling good. Fuck Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I'm ready to come to a conclusion. Okay. Uh, basically, I feel like we're saying a lot of spicy shit about a woman with legions of white women. Um, and so to counteract that, I'm just going to say Ellen's lying on behalf of, of the barbs and have them on our side. Fuck Ellen. Look, I apologize to Nicki Minaj. I apologize to Mariah Carey. Did you, did you, did you, did you Fuck Ellen. Fucking freeing the slaves with $90,000 dress on and shit. Fuck Ellen. Watch The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Fuck The Breakfast Club, actually. No. Again, Solomon Murphy is speaking for Devon Murphy. You don't fuck like Charlamagne? No, Solomagne is weird. Solomagne is so funny. Fuck Angela Yee. Charlamagne is so funny to me. No, he's not funny. He's not funny. He's a low-key predator. He's a terrible interviewer. Monique said that shit correct. We got to explain brothers like... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but Charlamagne was right in the Monique debate. Charlamagne was right in the Monique debate. I'm sorry. Charlamagne was right in the Monique debate. 
Like, Sonya was right. I'm not heard one strategic like, argument from Monique like garnering Dave Chappelle money other than like black women. We like, have to be honest. Like, she did. She did. She did. She literally was like Dave Chappelle. She literally said Dave Chappelle, Amy Schumer. Paid more than Monique. That's the fucking problem. Why? Because she has three popular shows. She has three popular shows and movies. Monique doesn't have any more. Like it's business. Lisa the Parkers, but can't Mm-mm. pay Monique what she's owed. Fuck that. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean by? Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'd ask one question. Netflix is releasing Moesha. Can we be honest about somebody? Can we be honest about somebody's relevancy? Can we be honest about relevancy? Just as a standard question, can we be honest about relevancy? Yeah. Because if you have not had well, a standard order, special, order to, in order to engage the Monique question, Nate you have to. Also, does not speak for me. Wait, 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 listen, 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 listen. listen. stand-up uh, in 15 years. Oh, she cannot oh. demand Dave Chappelle money. It's like, are you Dave kidding Chappelle me? also did not have a stand-up in Mad Long and had Dave Chappelle. But, his, but when he did, they were more successful than Monique's. That's the point. When she did, they were infinitely when, when more Dave successful Chappelle, than Monique's. When Dave Chappelle went on tour, he, he, did, he did better than Monique. He, he did like, three times better than Monique. Dave, not Dave not that better. He, he like, tripled her numbers. I don't even, like, let's, let's start the hot takes early. I did not like any of the new Dave Chappelle. Me um, either. Me, me either. Netflix, I feel like for what it worth was much better. But I feel like I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say. It's a, it's a, it's a numbers it. question. It's not a I'm talent not, question. I'm not gonna say I like any Monique of has it. talent. I like. I like. I like. I like. I like. I like. Some I'm of just it. saying we're gonna watch the Parkers dominate Netflix for the next few weeks. But they the can. No, I don't even think they. They've been on Netflix. Like she should have paid as much as Amy Schumer got fucking paid. Amy Schumer ain't got the relevancy or the talent. Yes, she does. Yes, no, no, not, not the talent. Not the when talent. But she. When Amy Schumer signed the contract, when Amy Schumer signed the contract, she had the relevancy. I don't think she has the talent. I, I disagree. I, I don't think Amy Schumer's funny. I don't think she has the no. talent. But I do think I do think when she signed the bag, I think she had the relevancy. Because she had mad specials out, she's on shows, she had a movie out. Like, and they were performing well. And like they were performing had, well. That's a, a big deal. They were performing really well. Like she 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 was opportunistic, I'll say. I think Amy Schumer is very opportunistic. Do I think Monique should be paid more? Yes. Do I think yes. do I think that she should be paid as much as Dave Chappelle? No. I don't think the I don't no. think they should be the same. I think she should be close. Because she's a queen of comedy. She should be paid her worth. That's all I've got. What's her worth? Uh, is she, that's well, I, I thing. That's capitalism, though. That's capitalism. No one gets paid their worth. Her worth. More than no one gets, No black people get paid their worth. Like, it's capitalism. No way, I don't think you can quantify flesh in the worth, right? It's that's a, yeah, what, what is her worth? About. I'm saying she shouldn't be paid thousands of dollars minimum. She should get paid at least a million. No negotiation. And no, they, no. She, no, she got half a million. They offered her half a million. Like I know, Michelle, I said she should, she should Michelle make Michelle Collet. You know Michelle Collet from like, uh, whatchamacallit, Chewing Gum and um, I May Destroy You, yeah. right? She was about yeah. to release I May Destroy You on Netflix and they were trying to screw her in the deal by saying she wouldn't get any ownership. She'd get like a big dollar amount but they would own all of her shit. Like they constantly do this to black women. Tiffany Haddish but, but honestly, that, that's how that's how that's that's, that's how media works, though. Everyone, no one gets ownership. Very rare do people get ownership in their shows. My point. I'm saying that sorry, there is a going. pattern with black women specifically not or being poorly negotiated with, or only being offered scraps and being told, "Yeah, you don't have any room to negotiate." Tiffany Haddish was hot after Girls Trip. Everybody had her and everything. She was like, she had the relevancy, the same momentary relevancy as Amy Schumer when she did her stand up. She had to do a group stand-up and was not being paid as much. She did get. She a has a solo stand-up. She has two solo stand-ups on, on Netflix now. 
Yeah, but she wasn't paid that much. She could have been paid more. She but she wasn't successful as a stand-up comedian. She was not successful as a stand-up comedian. That's the purpose. Tiffany Haddish should have made more money because of the relevancy. And also, was Amy Schumer, Schumer was able to plug relevancy. Miss season two of Tuca and Birdie. That shit was like, Tiffany Haddish hot. Tiffany Haddish got... Was Tuca and Birdie good? Huh? Yes. I thought it's it was like, kind of, It's like I Broad City. I like if it. If it was animated by Bojack Horseman. I also don't like Bojack Horseman. So, like, that's why I'm like... It's animated. It's more trippier animation. Uh, but it's like the animation style of Bojack Horseman where they're animals. Uh, but it's like Broad City. I like I like mm. Tuka and Birdie. I thought well I I think okay, Broad City. I think that's a I think that's a decent comparison between the two, honestly. But I think Broad City's is better. I I just think Broad City's No, better. I'm just describing what yeah, the show and Birdie, the I just, is like the premise of Broad City. Two friends in New York, one's wacky and crazy, the other one is more straight laced and anxious. Uh, okay. But they look like animals, like both. Yeah, I'm gonna that out. Yeah, Tiffany Haddish was kind of corny and stuff. I think that shit kind of killed me. T- Tuka I'm and- sorry. I thought she was great in girl in girl trip. I thought I, she, she was. She was. She was an amazing girl trip. But she was about to cut Michael Coulter. Her book. She her wrote book, a book. Her book. Her book was also really good. I loved her book. I think her she's book was a great really writer. Good. Yeah, she's a great, she's a great speaker. Period. If you hear her like talk about her history and like being homeless, really her movies are really good. I think, I think, okay, her stand up is not like, as successful. Like, it's not the same type. She's not the same type of actress each time. If you see her in Night School with Kevin Hart, I also thought she was good. And if you watch in Hollywood, she was also funny on that. I did not like the black bar mitzvah uh, stand up she did. I thought that's no, I, I didn't watch it. She was garbage. But to be honest. I, I'm really falling out of love with uh, stand-up. I feel like stand-up's kind of gotten weaker as a genre. I'm gonna put you on to some like some some like up and coming like queer comedians who are really fucking funny. It depends. Yeah, I, think, I think it, it depends on the comedian you're looking for. Like I love stand-up comedy. Like I'm I'm real big on stand-up. So much. So I, love yeah, I love stand-up, but I like older schools. Like I wrote academic papers on stand-up. I think it depends on the comedian. Like you have to look like so. For example, like um, last week. I uh paid to go to this like business keeping distance COVID nineteen comedy show. Um, it's hosted by uh Kev on stage. Um, they're all from Kev on stage. Yeah, so Kev on stage, Tony Baker. I love those people I so much. Tony Baker. Her. I watch great. I people. love those people so much. They they did they did stand up sets. Beautiful that shit was funny. Like that they're shit. They're great. They're great. Right. So it's you got to pick the right comedians. I feel like. I feel Do like you know Ti Ti was their angel investor in all death. Ti is the reason that, that they're still doing shit. Mm. Oh, when Russell Simmons got that, when Russell Simmons rape thing came out, is why I was kind of like, no, no, no. Russell Simmons had that, had what happened to him because he like a disgusting like PCP rapist in the nineties. But like he he sold all of all death and liquidated it, so they couldn't t- and le- went to Bali, so they couldn't take any of like his possessions. So he liquidated everything, including all death, and he, he fired thousands of black people that were like black writers, black producers, oh, black comedians. Yeah, fuck that guy. But Ti heard about it. And he's their angel investor, and he's the reason they're still like around and stuff. They're still doing all deaf stuff. That. Shout out to all deaf uh, digital because he gave them the ownership back. They own that. Ti doesn't own all deaf. They like own it collectively. Thanks, Ti. Like all like the group. Appreciate you, Ti. Yeah, they got. They yeah. got. Uh, they need more women other than Meg in the thing because they just kind of have some like middle school ass humor. Like niggas be saying pause, and they're like almost fifty or forty. I'm like chill. You like precious? You like precious? Yes, Precious I love Precious. Precious is funny. There was just one comedian that... Donna that, that, is hilarious. This is one comedian out of Detroit that performed. She was really funny. Um, I forgot her name, though. But this, I mean, Zane said, you know Zane not vegan no more? Zane said the, the COVID made her not vegan. Really? 
Yeah, she started getting like the, the feeling of wanting to eat meat and she just stopped like randomly. I just I love when she like destroyed the hair in like bad news. Oh my god. I love when they it's when they make fun of the way to hear talks, it's hilarious. If you ever want to watch a really good stand-up comedian out of you, uh there's this black trans uh no, she black is she black trans? I actually think she might just be a drag queen named Flame Monroe. Flame Monroe. Fucking hilarious, nigga. Bob the drag queen does sets. You said what? Bob the drag queen does some comedy sets sometimes. Yeah, bro. That shit. Like, I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it stand up is fire if you know where to look. If you're looking for like, if you're looking for the older people to do like older people that that were good in like early 2000s to come and do stand up. Usually they're not. No, that great. that's not it. It's just like I have it. Like it's like either people like Booster Kim or Booster Joel Kim or whatever, who's like funny. Oh, y'all disappeared or y'all froze. You froze. Yeah, you yeah, froze on me. That's unstable, bro. Oh no. It's all good. As long as we still got the recording. Yeah. All right. So Ellen lied. Uh. All right. Last segment. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say Ellen for last, for the barbs. For the barbs. Last last. <laughs> Let segment. them love us. Last segment is uh, it's called unpopular opinion. Um, and uh, one of us is gonna defend one of our unpopular opinions. Um, it was gonna be Nadia, but I feel like one of us should do it since you were the judge last time. Yeah, um, sure, for sure. I I have a I have a bunch of unpopular opinions about food. Uh, All right, I'll say one of them. I don't fuck with grits. I think that shit nasty. Oh no, matter of fact, I think spaghetti is disgusting. You what, think spaghetti is disgusting? Spaghetti is like one of the worst. Di- like I don't know why niggas brought that from Italy. They could left that shit there. This nigga says he don't know about people brought spaghetti from Italy. They could have left that shit there. On I feel like you're you're tasting or eating only like European style spaghetti. Like when you nigga, come, no, no, no. I'm talking about nigga spaghetti. Visit, you need to come visit. You need to come visit. Have my mom's like um my mom's Boston suga for the Somali people out. There. Like I know I know niggas be having nigga spaghetti, and I know every every nigga got their twang of spaghetti. Like every every like diasporic nigga. Has like their different version of spaghetti, but I think that the premise of like noodles, meat, and like red sauce, and just like that shit nasty. Like, my dad, my dad doesn't like red sauce. He's always like, I hate red sauce. I never know what the fuck that meant. That's why we didn't have spaghetti in my like house rice? growing up. Huh? You like rice? Nah, nigga, I don't fuck with rice like that. <laughs> what? You don't like rice? I don't fuck with rice like that neither. Why? Why? I, I thought I you were at least gonna be like a rice person that justifies it, cause you know most people who aren't pasta niggas are like rice niggas. But See, like, but that's the thing. Like, there's only certain pastas I'm fucking with. Like, I'm a mac and cheese nigga. Like, I I I, I give you mac and cheese all night. You know what I'm saying? Like, my favorite pasta is mac and yeah, cheese. Yeah, I was about to say, is it the shape <laughs> of the pasta that disturbs you? Yeah. I just had mac and no, cheese. No, 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 low key. Yeah, when I was I a love kid, mac and cheese. Backstory: When I was a kid. That shit looked like worms. And I was like, ugh. Your origin story. I'm a grown-ass man, dog. <laughs> I'm a grown-ass man that scarred. The fuck? I'll throw that shit up. I don't like that shit at all. And then when I try to slurp it, that's bad. That's funny, though. My mom made these types of, like, sweet brown, like, noodles or spaghetti-type noodles that I legit thought was worms when I was growing up. If you look close to bugs, I ain't fucking with it. I, I'm sorry, I can't. Well, no. So yeah, my like dates, dates kind of look like uh, roaches to me. These dates, yeah, pass. I, well, I can't. Don't like dates. I can't really eat fruits at all, anyway. So you know. Nigga, what? What is I'm your a, diet? I'm allergic to hella fruits, nigga. I can't eat. Shit. Yeah. I'm allergic mm-hmm. to like, like, like name your favorite fruit. I'm probably allergic to that. Like apples. Apple? 
definitely allergic to apples. Um, definitely allergic yeah, to pineapples. Pineapples, I can't. So, and the way I'm allergic is like it's levels to this shit. Some some fruits, you're more allergic than other fruits. So like an apple, I could I could bite an apple, and then my teeth, maybe like ten minutes later, my teeth going tangle. I'm like ah. Right with pineapple, I can eat. I eat, I eat like a couple slices of pineapple, and then maybe like maybe like thirty minutes later, my my mouth might sting for a little bit, but I'll be all right. Berries. But that's what pineapples do. Like they, the acid eats you back. Yeah, so it's like it's not too bad. Berries though, berries, strawberries. One time, once yo, when I was like twelve, bro, I ate a cherry that sent me to the emergency room. One cherry <laughs> sent me to the emergency room. Fam. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bro, my whole throat closed up. I was playing basketball. I, I ate the cherry. My it was a it was a maritino cherry. It's a big ass cherry, like a baby apple cherry, right? I ate the shit. It was scrumptious. I said, like, oh, you know, got a little snack after that little fruit snack, trying to get my healthy on. I went outside. I'm playing. Ba- I went in my basement. Me and my little brother downstairs playing basketball in the basement. All of a sudden, my throat started closing up, like like I was getting choked. I was like. <laughs> Yo, they had the, the fucking EMTs pulled up. I had to get an, all that ambulance. Can I ask you a question though? Do you, my little brother is allergic to oranges, and it sucks because he like loves them. When he was a kid, he would always sneak and get them, and we would have to like give him an epipen because he like is in love with oranges and orange juice. Do you like? He loved them. He just he loved them. He loved them, and he swole up all the time, and he would still steal them and stuff. He still drinks it, even though we tell him not to. But uh, do you like any of the things you're allergic to? Like, is it painful to be allergic to some of them? All right, here we go. Top three, top three things that I'm allergic to that I'm really sad about. Here we go. I think not in any order. Um, plums. Oh, I love plums. Oh, oh, oh that would suck. That would suck. Love plums. They're amazing. That would suck. Oh my god, good for you. They're wonderful. Number two. They're delicious. Number two, blackberries. Damn. Those is delicious. Not that. And then number three, the thing, and I and 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 I feel like because I'm a millennial, this thing really impacts me a lot. Avocado. Like I'm allergic. I'm allergic to avocado. Not really into avocado. Yeah, you're not missing anything. Um, but 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 I really 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 am sad about plums and blackberries. Like I'm talking about plums. I fuck with plums. I'm sorry for you. Plums are scrump, especially when it's juicy and it's just right. Oh, it's just right. Nigga, but yeah, but uh, low key, like, and like Nicole, <laughs> all right, Nick, all right, Nicole can verify it. <laughs> all right, I'll be on some nuts in some time, right? Every once in a while, a nigga might get a taste for a plum. <laughs> so I'll pop a plum, you know what I'm saying? Pop, pop, a, pop a plum. What is this? I eat a plum, pop a Benny, you know what I'm saying? Pop two Benny. I'll be, I'll be chilling. I'll be, I'll be happy. You're definitely my little brother then. Yeah, the same fucking person. But I'll fuck with that plum though. That plum. We, we would catch him like eyes big, face big, smiling, dumb hard. Cause he just loves fucking oranges. He's like, He's like oh, delicious. Everything about yeah. it's good, but I I'm can't. That's right when it comes to food. Like, if something would kill me, I'd just be like, oh, okay, that's. Although this is only I his favorite fruit. I was allergic to strawberries because, or because it it was Ramadan. Yeah, like I, I broke my fast. Sorry, sorry, the Muslim community that might be watching this. I had some strawberry yogurt, and like I was like broken out everywhere. I was like, oh my god! Like, and I went to go see if I was like allergic to shit, and I thought I had to give up strawberries, which I was like, I don't know if I could do that, like emotionally, but it turned out fine. Like, yo, I feel you, Devon. Strawberries ain't that bad. I ain't never tasted a strawberry in real life. 
Like the other day, the cold, like she got me this tea. It was fruit. That's sad. That's a real sad. That's a real sad sentence. I never tasted strawberry in real life. I've been in prison. I tasted this artificially through juices and teas and shit. I'm like, ooh, is this really what strawberry tastes like? My 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 sister is growing a garden since the pandemic, and she's been growing some strawberries. We'll send you some. I can't eat nothing. He'll touch the box and die. Oh, berries. You you forgot the first half how we got to fruits. This thing was like, I'm gonna send you these fruits. You don't like me, like. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you some death in the box. <laughs> I was wondering. That made sense because I was truly like, "How the fuck you've never had strawberries for really?" Oh, I mean, that's just like, that should sound like a prison sentence. Like I've never had a strawberry in real life behind these balls. Fruit, fruit is like nature's candy. Like I could it not- is, bro. It sucks. I'm trying to tell you, it sucks, bro. I love fruit. Like I'm not. I'm a terrible. Grapes? Can you eat grapes? Uh, I can eat grapes, but not in like. I can, eat, I can eat some. I can't eat like, I can't get hard. Y'all like, ever have frozen grapes? The scrumptious. Yes. Yeah. You ever had cotton candy grapes? Mm, yeah, but I like, um, I, I don't really candy. like those. Cotton candy? It's a great no, candy. they just taste like cotton candy, bro. Oh, never had They're that. They're super sweet they- and like super round and green. I hate seeded grapes. I'm like, I'm not trying yeah, to. I, don't I do hate seeds. I, I do hate seeds. But yeah, I don't fuck with grits and I don't fuck with spaghetti. But I do other. I, there, there are other classes I fuck with. So <laughs> what fuck kind with. of sentence? I'll you like carbonara? I'll I'll fuck with spaghetti. Do you like carbonara? What? Carbonara? Carbonara? Uh, uh, maybe. Like, like the I, bacon I, and the egg and the. Bacon, yeah, the bacon. I, I don't think I ever had it for real. For real, like I feel like I've never had the real. So like, is it just spaghetti and like other types of pasta is fine with you? It's just Most spaghetti. other types of pasta I'm cool. Like I could do raviolis, I could do macaronis, I could do linguine. It just needs to have some cheese on it. Yeah, I fuck with cheese. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I fuck with I fuck with cheese. Bro, that always was the one thing that stopped me from any like serious like dietary restriction. They're always like, but you can't have any cheese. I'm like, oh, bro, I'm done. Bro, all right, so like, right. I need cheese and I need meat. Nick got, me, Nick, got, Nick got me on his diet right now. Nick got me on his diet right now. Oh my God, Nicole. There's no cheese. This nigga made, bro, we had turkey burgers the other day with no cheese. Who's looking at yourself. Like the, the burger juicy, but like ain't no cheese on that mother. Like, the fuck? No, he used to have cheese, ice for cheese. I used to always think that was a white guy thing to like order a hamburger. Like, like with no, that's a white guy thing. Like, can I have a hamburger with no cheese, no ketchup, no onions? Like the fuck, square ass. You're a white supremacist. You're a white supremacist. If you can eat a piece of meat beef, on bread like you that, you want beef patty? <laughs> with some bread? Patty? You want with some all, bread? So nigga, you want all two all beef patties and bread? That's all. <laughs> you're a white supremacist. Are y'all lactose intolerant? <laughs> nah, I ain't lactose intolerant. I'm good. I I pray to God every night that I don't become lactose intolerant because dear God, the amount of dairy I consume. I remember one time my friend and I, we were at this like debate tournament or whatever, and she was just like having stomach issues because she was lactose intolerant. And the person in charge of feeding us just kept getting us cheese-based dishes. And she was like, I don't know how to say it. And I was just like, yeah, most black people are lactose intolerant. Because he was like one of those like white guilty people. So she finally was just like, yeah, I can't have any more cheese. I'm lactose intolerant. And he was like, oh, sorry, I didn't know. And she was like, most black people are and just like walked away <laughs> and, then, 
and then um what you will call it he like got the other uh, only other black person who was with us to order the food next that's a damn shame <laughs> I remember Willie was like, shout out to Willie. Uh, he was just like telling somebody who's lactose intolerant that like they better grow up and tolerate that shit. <laughs> yeah, you gotta pay the price to join the game. That was the funniest shit I ever heard. Because I really would really just be like, fuck it if I was. I'm not like lactose intolerant. Like, think about that shit, bro. You could you could eat mac and cheese. You couldn't eat what? ice cream, milk, what? like milk chocolate. Um, you can never enjoy a grilled cheese sandwich. What? Oh, that's, that'd like, be terrible. that's like my number one grad struggle food. If I don't want to eat, but I gotta eat, I'm just like, let me. No just... cheese sandwich. That's a solid. That's solid struggle. I think my solid, like number one struggle food, undoubtedly peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Eat that shit. Yeah, peanut butter I and jelly will last. Mine's probably noodles. Oh, ramen. I'm not yeah. really. What ramen. pack though? What pack though? I like the I like the chicken pack. Okay. I like the. Shrimp I like chicken. I, like I fuck with shrimp too. I fuck with shrimp too. I've also been discovering like to do like YouTube account stuff. There's like wild different like Japanese ramen you can buy like yeah, online red stuff. Pack, little red pack Jones. Yeah, that shit. Spicy though. You do whole shit be spicy. Mm-hmm. I like spicy though. I like spicy food. Apparently, Nadia don't like spicy food. I like spicy. How <laughs> you just gonna out me? Nadia, I understand like when I see people who are like, oh, these wings are like the hottest wings this place sells. Like I'm gonna sweat and like have to shit really bad later, but it's great. I don't like that type of heat. I'm not into like my mouth hurrying. But I like hot sauce. I like. I like. Here's that. the thing. I, like I don't know what it is, but since nigga. childhood, it's not even that I don't like spice. It's just like mild discomfort with like the heat. Like it could just be the blandest shit to y'all, but I'll be like, it's too hot. Like I remember, I was young and I was visiting Somaliland, and I was like staying at my cousin's house, and like everyone knows, I can't handle any type of spice, spicy food. My mouth is colonized. I've just accepted it. My taste buds are very like of the place. Yeah, the human on there. That's too much. That's how I feel when like I went to Taco Bell too many times in a month. I'm like shit. Like yeah, and it was like we were at my cousin's house, and these niggas we were eating spaghetti, but like had no sauce. Like this this shit was like nothing on there, which was weird in and of itself. But when we were eating it, I was just like my mouth is on fire like i cannot like deal like it was hot but there was nothing on there and i was like what the fuck is happening but we were just trying to be polite you know you don't muslim communities you don't really complain about the food you just like eat the food you thank them and you like withhold complaints or whatever because someone's being great oh, yeah, oh that sounds terrible um it was terrible because i was like not a respectful kid back in the day it was just i had respectful like family members who were telling me to shut up and then we stayed me and my sister and i'll never forget my sister like we had to eat rice same thing it was hot as fuck i couldn't finish it she forced me to finish it because you also can't waste food it's very disrespectful um and like my lips were literally swollen and like throbbing that's how like spicy it was and i was just like crying myself to sleep the next day we were having lunch all together same thing and i just broke down i was like i can't take it anymore like it's hot like what did you do like there's nothing on this shit apparently they soak this shit in like like jalapeno juice or some shit like what so it was like super spicy and they gave me like a whole picture i was really like can i just like not eat because i'm a person if i can i just won't eat like i'll go to a restaurant with you and i'll just chill if i don't like this shit like i'll just hang out with you 
up, but it's like rude to do that in somebody's home. I'm that nigga that your friend group that when y'all go out to like a wing place, they're like, yo, if you eat these hot ass wings, your meal is comp. I'm that friend. Like I'm like Really? You're like man versus food? Like like low key. So I went to so I went to Buffalo Wild Wings, right? You know they got that blazing challenge, right? So I was almost gonna do it. But then I asked, what's the reward? Like, what do I get? First of all, you know those niggas make you pay for the wings? It's yeah. a challenge. It's supposed to be a challenge. You made me pay yeah. for this shit? So yeah. Pay for the wings. You're supposed to pay if, like, you can't do it, right? Isn't that how it usually works? Yeah. Like, if you, like, if you quit. No, you even if you do it, you still got to pay for I think you still got to pay because, like, they make food. Even if you do it, you got to pay for the wings. You got to pay for a drink. Literally, the only thing you get is a fucking T-shirt. Get a T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. I'm not doing it for a t-shirt. I'm like, if they would have gave me a t-shirt and paid for the wings, I'd have did it. But they do, they, do, do you get like a picture on the wall or something? Because that's sometimes what, what works yeah, out. Yeah, it's you like, like the glory. The like most of those places, it's not so you could like get a comp meal or whatever. It's just nah, I just want you to pay for just the wings that I ate. I'm not going to eat nothing else after I eat these hot ass wings. My mouth going to be too hot. Just pay for these. If y'all, y'all ever are at, I don't know if y'all are ever near the Naval Academy in Maryland or whatever the fuck. I am currently not too far from the Naval Academy in Maryland. Oh, there's this place that is like a food challenge where it's like a big ass burger that's like this big or some shit like that you can eat. I'm barely that big. Hella good food though. It was like a Height doesn't scare like, with it's like it's like oh, yeah, that's a several pounds. It's like <laughs> <laughs> when you do this, mm-hmm. this don't scare me. But when you start doing shit like that, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's big. It's a big old burger. It's like at least the size of like somebody's like big ass. Is it like a time period that you have to eat it into? That's the way they get you. I think so. I think oh, so. Sad. I'll it's be there all night. I feel like I was gonna do that when I went to I went to Rutgers, New Brunswick, and in New Brunswick they have um, these food trucks that are famous for fat sandwiches, um, which are just sandwiches with like a bunch of just shit on them, just randomly, random shit. (laughs) One of those places we have we have one of those places in Maryland now, like one of those fat sandwich Jersey places. There's a place not too far I live now that does that. Bro, they have a bunch of just random shit on them, right? And so like um, mob sticks. Yeah, mozzarella sticks, chicken fingers, like regular meat, cheese steak, stuff like that. That's too much. Hey, Nicole. Hi. Hey, Nicole. Hi. It's so funny you keep disappearing. You're like a, a ghost on his shoulder. You keep disappearing into the macchiato. Into the macchiato. Oh, nah, bro. So the sandwich, the sandwich, like in order to, you can get your own sandwich. Like you can get a, a custom, like you choose the shit on it sandwich. But in order to do it, they eat five of them hoes. And it's like five specific sandwiches. So you gotta eat like five, like one, like it's like it's like a burger with, with mozzarella sticks and marinara and shit. Like, oh, you know, we gotta eat five of them hoes. Mm-hmm. And, and if, you eat, if you eat five of them, you get in a, you get one sandwich named for yourself. And I, I, what do you do? What, what, do, what do you get if you eat like one half of one of them? Is that like a bigger reward than the T-shirt, like naming rights? I don't. Oh yeah, I would love that. But it's not just naming rights. You get to name it and pick the ingredients, and it's on the menu forever. That's that's I would. Oh hell yeah, I would do that's that. A great, that's a great. That's an incentive. I'm just not a big food person, to be honest. I'm one of those people who just eat food to survive and not. <laughs> 
So people hate fun. going out to eat with me. I just be like, whatever y'all want, nigga. I'm probably gonna go to McDonald's after this. Like, I, I am obviously a, a food lover. Um, it is love me, and I love it back. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love, I love food, but like I'm small and I can't eat very much. So like I can only love yeah, it for so much. Get really full, really fast. Well, that should make mm-hmm. your palate very particular. You know what I mean? Like you only eat certain shit. Yeah, like Taco Bell. I'm trying to get a sponsorship. I'm trying to get a sponsorship. I want free Diablo sauce. But you plug Taco Bell like four times in this whole conversation. <laughs> I swear. And I keep thinking about like, why does nigga keep bringing up Taco Bell? I plug it more in my real life. This nigga trying to get him I've up literally, again. I've straight up only eaten Taco Bell like twice. And the second time, I like projectile vomited. Well, so you missing out, sis. You missing out, sis. You missing out. They got a lot of innovations over there at Taco Bell. <laughs> I mean, I tried the little Doritos Locos taco shit. And that was, that was okay. That was You got to get the fried chicken chalupa. They got to bring that like, back. I was in a time period where I really didn't uh, cook myself. So that's why it was all right. <laughs> This nigga Nate out here working like you nigga trying to you know how Jay Baldwin and Travis Scott got the McDonald's joint. Oh my god! I would love that. That's old school though, because I remember a lot of celebrities back in the eighties used to have McDonald's like endorsement shit. I bought two. I bought it twice. I bought a Travis Scott burger twice. It's a cheese. It's a quarter pounder with bacon and barbecue sauce. I mean, that's, that sounds good. I ain't gonna lie. I can't eat bacon. It sounds regular. But it just sounds like a cheeseburger with barbecue sauce. And it, it is a cheeseburger with barbecue sauce. That's why people are upset. But people are like, this is not different. They don't they don't put Travis Scott on any of Like, it's not on the uh, receipt. It's not on the bag. It's not on the box of the burger like, come in. If you're buying a burger just because of Travis Scott, you got what you pay for. Shut up. Like, why are you like... I did it for the taste. I was like, what does it taste like? It's like, it would be different. Like, I think the Szechuan sauce thing that they brought back made sense, right? Because it was such mm-hmm. a funny Rick and Morty joke. You know, like, niggas really went crazy for that. Like, people were losing their mind. I don't need to stop playing Bring Back the Mighty Wings. Fuck around. Shit. What is shit? Mm. Awesome. Or Chicken Selects. Oh, the Chicken Select. Yo, those shits used to be slapping. All right, Nate, they gave you if they gave you a Nate Wallflower meal at Taco Bell, what would be in your box? Uh, beefy three layer cheese burrito, mm-hmm. uh, and the the fried chicken chalupa thing. I love that. Okay. Let's put it in the box. What would be the drink? Uh, Baja Blast, nigga. You That's know the what only is. acceptable answer. I appreciate <laughs> you. That was the only acceptable answer. You know what it is. The only acceptable answer. I, I have a question then, Javon. If you won that little like fat sandwich competition, what would the Devon consist of? Oh, all right, all right, all right. Um, Strawberries. It, it will be called. <laughs> it will be called the big. Oh no, there was already a big fellatio, so I would have to think of a better sex joke. Uh, it would probably be like um, the big dick print or the big print, something like that. Uh, what about these nuts? Nah, 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 nah. It would be like fat print. It would call, I'll call it the fat print. Okay, okay, I like that. Okay. I like that a lot. Um, and then uh, I like that person. <laughs> it would be cheesesteak. It would be cheesesteak. Uh jalapeno poppers, chicken Ooh. tenders, uh, and um I got Pepto Bismol. Nah, I gotta have something on there. Well, side or a shot of Pepto Bismol, like. No, 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 they're definitely gonna be heartburn associated. Heartburn associated with this burger, guys. Like, be be cautious. You have to treat the. You have to treat the. Treat it like the like the Hennessy at the club, bacon. like holding the Pepto. It'd be bacon on it, French fries. God damn. Honey mustard. Nigga, how would you cut this in half? 
Yo, it happens. I've seen it. I've seen sandwiches bigger than that. Bro. How does it not just spill out? Like, I hate messy Because they roll it, they roll <laughs> it, they grill it, and then they roll it. So then when you take it out, like, literally, you can, you can have it like this in two halves, just like oh, this. You know, like a wrap. You unroll it and roll, uh, undo the aluminum foil, and it's dead ass. Like, it's, it's, a, you know, it's not a wrap. It's a, it's a sandwich. And it, but it'd be in the aluminum foil. Keep it tight. You know what I'm saying? And when you take it out of the sandwich, you just, ah, keep that motherfucker straight. I swear. It's crazy. If you, you gotta Jersey, take the next Jersey listener, niggas from Jersey that's watching this, they will know, bro. That Jersey, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, niggas don't understand. Like, in Jersey, we got shit like Italian cheeseburgers, Italian hot dogs. And, like, y'all niggas don't know about that shit, son. That's real. Italian cheeseburgers is real. I don't know about that shit. I've never heard of that in my life. Italian, it just work? If it's Italian? Nigga, it's a so you take a it's it's a it's a hoagie roll, right? You do a hoagie roll. There pork in there for Italian hot for Italian scent for Italian uh, uh cheeseburger, right? You put the cheeseburger on the roll, you put French fries on top, you melt and you take cheese, you melt the cheese on top of the fries, ketchup, and then close the sandwich. And that's why thing. that much starch. I always wondered about fries on sandwiches. Like that's not like yeah, double okay, starch. So like, that's not weird for you. As an adult, I don't like soggy fries. So how does it not make the fries soggy? The the fries That's are crispy at first, time. but when you when you bite into it, they're not that like they're good all together. Hmm. I don't I know. Guess, maybe. I love potatoes. Anything that's potato based. Potatoes. Potatoes. Potatoes, potatoes are good. Potatoes are good. Oh. Chopping. Or something like. Uh, <laughs> this is. There we go. There we go. This is TBH. <laughs> I'm Devon. I'm Nate. I'm Nadia. I'll let y'all niggas later. Peace.